Hello, and welcome back to the West Side Stories podcast. I'm your host, Allison Olisted, and today on the podcast, I'm joined once again by Sally Ortiz, the department director. In this season of thanks, we wanted to highlight something we are both very thankful for, West Des Moines. We both think that this city is an ideal place to live and work, so we share our top 10 reasons we love West Des Moines. And by the end of the episode, we hope that you will come to agree with us. So sit back, listen, and enjoy this episode titled, Top 10 Reasons We Love West Des Moines. Let's go ahead and dive right in and start on our list of 10 of the reasons we love West Des Moines. And Sally, I'm going to let you go first. What is one reason that you love West Des Moines? Well, obviously, I'm going to start with parks and trails. Oh, there you go. And what about them? Well, you know, I think that we have a top-notch park system and it is really, there's really a foundation of neighborhood parks Mm -hmm. that, you know, are scattered throughout the community that I think people just gather in. Mm -hmm. Um, They feel like it's their home place. Mm -hmm. It's a way that, you know, we really can strengthen our community, our sense of community. Well, and I would say that one thing I enjoy where we live in West Des Moines is that there are three parks within walking distance from our house that we could choose to go to. So, you know, we could go to Crossroads, we could go to Western Hills, we could go to the new Pinedale one. Like they're all definitely within walking distance. So mm-hmm. no matter Same where you, yeah, no matter where you live in West Des Moines, you have options of mm-hmm. places and parks and that's been absolutely planned. Yes. Right? That's been intentional. That was our goal all okay. along. Yes. So obviously the one of the parks that people I think associate with West Des Moines the most is Raccoon River Park. And um But I, yet not everyone knows about it. Right. Have you a noticed lot of people that? think it's a state park. They either think it's a state park, which is a little true because the lake is owned by the state. Okay. But managed okay. by the city. Mm-hmm. So either that or they don't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. I still am just amazed by the number of people that I run into that like, wow. don't know about Raccoon River Park. Right. Or they're, they are there and they're like, why haven't we ever come here right. before? Exactly. Exactly. And um, obviously so many amenities that are well planned in there to also fit into the natural environment. So it still maintains a park feeling. It's not like this big complex, right? Yeah. You know, things are there, but you're just like, oh, oh, okay. There's the dog park and there's the archery facility and. And a really busy softball complex. Very much. Very busy. With lights and, you know, a ton of activity going on, but Mm -hmm. yet you can be in another part of the park and not even know it's there. Right. And one night we were just standing there after an event and we're in the park and just, you know, the deer come walking right up in the parking lot. Oh yeah. So I was there just earlier this week and there were deer all around. Yeah. So, um, I, I love that park, obviously. Me too. Yeah. You helped plan most of it. So it, uh, obviously is a a favorite of yours with help of course well yeah (laughs) and we're still adding things 
I think like last year or the summer before, adding the rentable bikes mm -hmm. adds a whole nother way for people to experience the park. Um, I like the fact that it's a loop trail. You can park, run your loops, and then drive in your car and go away. So, yep. you know. Um, and Boathouse coming next boat year. Boathouse coming. That's going to be really cool. It is. Um, super cool. And I would say that park, as well as our other ones, are just always well-maintained. Um, they are. You know, I go to other cities and visit them, and I just look around, and I'm like, holy cow, they need to look at this park. And, and I, they just don't compare to West Moines Parks. No. Yeah. They're just so well maintained and and uh, and then connected uh, to other West Des Moines trails. Lots of parks mm -hmm. have a trail that goes into it that's connected to the trail system. So right, that's all been so thoughtfully planned for. So and sixty five miles of trail in West right. Des Moines. Right. So right, you could go on just stay in West Des Moines and have quite a trip. You could. <laughs> that's almost like from here to. Where? What's 65 miles from here? Oh, geez. I don't know. Boone? <laughs> oh, Boone's closer, I think, than 65 miles. So, I mean, like, if you think right. about it. Right. Right. Put it into perspective. Yeah. 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 And then we have to, obviously, we love our city parks, but then I also, I frequent our state uh, Park Walnut Woods. Yes. And me too. our state forest preserve Browns Woods. That's a county forest oh, sorry. preserve. Okay. But yes, I love Browns Woods. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, uh, if I am ever asked, what is your favorite park in West Des Moines? Mm -hmm. um, since I am kind of a humble person. <laughs> Do you tell them Browns Woods? I say it's Browns Woods <laughs> Forest Preserve because I love it. Yeah. I love walking in that park. Right. The yeah. trails are so wonderful. Yes, they are. And I, I like walking there every season. Mm -hmm. In the winter, it's really pretty and just for a nice, and it's usually not too busy. It isn't. And I, so I just give kudos to Polk County Conservation mm -hmm. Board for protecting mm -hmm. that park. Right. And keeping it the way it is. Right. And then my family, we've kind of found a little fun, newer one is the Purple Martin Lake Water Resource Area, mm -hmm. which isn't quite as wooded. It's open, mm -hmm. but it also has a nice little trail. Um, I just like the area, too, so I think that's a neat one to add to the list, too. Yeah. So it's a little hard to find. Uh, yeah, a little off the beaten path. Yeah, which I kind of like. So. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, our parks and our trails, and one thing... Um, uh, that I don't know if it's unique to the area, but lots of uh, cities I don't think plow their trails in the winter. And I think that makes West Des Moines awesome that we make that a priority. It might come on the later end of plowing, but we do it. Right. It's so, not the top priority. Right. Um, right. Because we have to, you know, get streets done first. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, you know, people are out, mm -hmm. they're active in the winter. Mm -hmm. People want to walk and ride their bikes all year long. Right. Yep. So, what about you? Well, I'm going to have to say number two, of course, I'm going to have to say is the recreation programs and events um, that we have. 
Um, and I would agree, by the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, we really have programs in our city, whether city programs or other things ba from baby through senior citizens. So multi-generational. In fact, a lot of the events we show up to are multi-generational, multicultural. Um, it's just really a mixing, mixing pot. And I really like that. Um, and you know, whether it's sports or art or a technology program or a nature program or fitness or travel or aquatics or just lots of the free programs, like you could find an interest at an affordable um, price to try something. Yes. Um, and that's, just about anything. Right. And that's intentional on our part, too, mm -hmm. that we want it truly to be something you experience that isn't a huge burden um, on, on your wallet. And that's why we try to offer as many free things as we can. Right. Um, to be as inclusive as we possibly yep. can. Yep. Yes. Um, some things, uh, you know, like the sweetheart dance, which was the daddy daughter dance. And just so people know, West Des Moines was the first one to start a daughter, dad, daddy daughter dance in the Metro. It was. So, yeah. Many, many years ago. Uh -huh. Um, and then we just switched it up last year and we decided you know what let's be all inclusive and we changed it to a sweetheart dance so any any parent child adult child combination can come to this dance so mm -hmm. i think that's also great i know my sister who lives up in minnesota when she saw that was like that is awesome because up here it's still just daddy daughter mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um i think that one's neat um aluma fest which was canceled this year. I know. That was such a bummer. <laughs> we um, were so ready we for were, that. We were. Um, but that one, that one is neat. It's all, we try to keep everything there except for the food free. Um, so anybody can do that. The Great American Camp Out is free. That's one of my favorites. I know it is, isn't it? It is. We've had fun with those. Um, Even though I, I wimped out. We, last well, summer and, and it too. was um, well yes you you did you have wimped out both years I've only wimped out one year and it was the year this year yeah. that it had to be 125 really degrees was. I was amazed that people came out and humid <laughs> yes and so I did wimp out and lay on the floor of my office yes. that night yes in the air conditioning it was lovely <laughs> um so obviously our events, our programs that we do through our Parks and Rec Department, but I'd also like to highlight um, the area of town that really does a lot of events as well, um, the Valley Junction area and all of their events. And you are on that board, and so mm -hmm. I know that you're, you, the board is instrumental in planning some of those, but um, from the Thursday Night Farmer's Market, which thousands of people throughout the mm -hmm. summer visit, um, and we have Jingle in the Junction coming up. Okay. Actually, Sip and Shop happens okay. first. Okay. That starts tomorrow night for the next, I think, three Thursday nights. Okay. And then just immediately following that, we go right into the holiday season, and it is Jingle in the Junction okay. up till Christmas every Thursday night. Cool. But yeah, such a cool place. Uh -huh. I love Valley Junction. Yeah. And the arts festival that they bring there that you were once a judge for, right? I was. <laughs> I'm not sure I would qualify as celebrity judge <laughs> status, but I was able to walk around and look very important with my clipboard. Yeah. And then, um, did I say Cinco de Mayo? Because that's a big festival right. down there too. 
and yeah. and um, then their antique jamboree and lots of other things. So always something going on. Yeah, check out in their historic website. Valley Junction. Yep, you'll find something to do. Um, so I'd say recreation programs and events, and there are some even that happen out at Jordan Creek Town Center area. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. The tree lighting is coming up yeah, soon. Yeah, that'll so. be coming up and super popular. Yeah. I think they have fireworks mm-hmm. along with it. So, yep. yeah, And check that's that just out a too. neat little place to walk around to the pond out there. It is. Um, so uh, we'll just put a plug in for that side of town, too. Mm-hmm. So kind of speaking of, what about... Our next one on our list, Sally, of another reason we love West Des Moines. Shopping and dining. I I have to say I'm more on the shopping side of things than dining. I like to dine in West Des Moines, but I really like to shop in West Des Moines. And I'm probably more (laughs) on the the dining dining side. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like shopping for me is just not all that much fun. Yeah. But I do love a good dinner out. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you had to recommend recommend to people a couple places in West Des Moines for a West Des Moines experience of dining, where where would you say? Hmm, I would say Cooper's. I would agree. On Fifth Street. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice little intimate place, cozy, especially in the winter when it's snowing outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, my husband and I, we, we kind of enjoy... Um, Hitting up Maxie's, which is a long-standing right tradition, right, and kind of it's in one of those places that you don't really notice is there until you go there. That's Um, right. But that's a cool place too. It is. Um, G Migs, we have to mention because that won a big award at the state fair this year, right? As like I think the second year in in a row. Okay, so I may be wrong, but I. And then some of the newer ones that I have to admit I have not been to. Mm-hmm. Um, Whataburger. No, not Whataburger. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't have a Whataburger. No, what's it called? The, the, the famous guy. The Wahlburgers? Wahlburgers, yes. <laughs> I have not been to Wahlburgers. <laughs> I have not either. Although I would really love to meet Mark. Yeah, I think he'd be fun. One of these days, you know, maybe I'll just run into him there. You know, he might just hear this podcast. That's right. (laughs) What if he is one of our subscribers? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, And then I think it's called Giordano's, right? I think so. I always get mixed up between Giordano's and Graziano or whatever. (laughs) I haven't been there either. I don't care for the deep dish pizza, so... Yeah. You know, but the people who do love that kind of pizza, yeah, they mm-hmm. they rave about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and like Wellman's Pub, I'm thinking, is a popular place after work days, and you can hang mm-hmm. out on the rooftop. And mm-hmm. there's just always a place that you can find somewhere um, that is fun. So that's kind of the dining side. Um, shopping side, of course, we've got the two malls, Valley West and Jordan Creek. I would like to give Valley West Mall a little love just because I think people are always just thinking of Jordan Creek Mall as the West Des Moines Mall and Valley West I still like to go to because it's not so busy um, and still has stores that I want to shop at. So um, I I like Valley West Mall still. That's where I get my hair cut. Okay, there you go. Mm -hmm. My Um, salon is there. (laughs) 
obviously Jordan Creek Mall, which if nothing else, you can just go there for the walking and sightseeing experience, right? <laughs> just walk around and you've got some, plenty to see. So um, then West Glen Town Center, a lot of little shops and places there. Um, one of my favorites in West Glen Town Center is Plato's Closet, uh, which my teenage children love to go to and get clothes from there. Um, and then again, we have to go back to it. Valley Junction shopping. Yes. With lots of little specialty boutiques and shops right. and things like that. So. Every single business in Valley Junction is an independently owned business. Okay. And uh, the thing that I think is um, really special is that many of them are owned by female business owners. Oh, okay. So it's cool. it just is a nice... Um, hometowny mm-hmm. kind of experience, mm-hmm. you know, that traditional Main Street right. shopping experience. Right. right. Um, there are a couple areas of town that have their own little names that I don't think even West Moy residents really know the parts, but one is the Governor Square off of University um, with a new addition that I have really wanted to try out, but the Ironside Axe Club. Um, well, let's go. I, know, I really think we should have like a staff outing there, a staff, uh, what's it called? Team building. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as no one is injured in right, right. the team building right. exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one that I, I think I frequent almost the most because it's really close to my house and my kids actually ride their bikes there. Uh, the water tower place where you've got, you know, Best Buy, World Market. Uh, Marshalls, Ross, Dress Barn, Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And my kids, one of the newer stores in there that, you know, is their go-to anytime they get some money is the Five Below store, which is essentially a glorified Dollar Tree where everything is $5 or below. But I would have to say it's some pretty quality stuff for $5 or below. So, well, I yeah, I'm going to put my plug in for Five Below. You are Miss Bargain, <laughs> so you <laughs> should know. Yes. You, I mean... <laughs> Listeners, you have to realize that our host, Allison Olestead, makes tunics out of tablecloths. Well, yeah, they're not like the plastic vinyl ones, but they're... <laughs> no, like they're... You would never know it was a tablecloth well, prior you. to being a tunic. <laughs> thank you. So I'm sure she's scoping out that oh, yeah. five... Five below, below store um, what for I can make out of some things. any kind of materials she yeah. can use to fabricate her next piece of clothing. <laughs> and they sell clothing there for five hundred dollars well, or below. So. so who needs to sew? <laughs> I think I think I need to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, I'd say shopping, dining, anywhere you go in West Des Moines, I think you could find somewhere. Oh, another one I love. Sorry, I have to just put it out there. It's Tuesday morning, which is kind of, I don't know what it's, it's it's not Clock Tower, I don't think, but. It is Clock Tower. Is it Tower. Clock Tower? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in Clock Tower Square. Yeah, that's a really fun place to search around to, um, and that whole up there with TJ Maxx and those yeah, ones see, up there. Yeah, see, she, oh my goodness, Allison just <laughs> loves to shop. I do. Like, I've. I haven't even stepped foot in many of these, these stores, <laughs> but, I do. but I'll believe her right, that yep, they're yep. awesome. And Sally likes to eat different food and I haven't stepped foot in one of the places. I'm glad you didn't stop because <laughs> Sally likes to eat. <laughs> so there we go. Which is true. <laughs> well, okay. So number four on our list is, I think, 
a big reason that people choose either to move to West Des Moines or stay in West Des Moines, and it's our school system. Um, systems, I should say. Uh, I only have experience with the West Des Moines Community School District system, not Dowling, but Dowling is a big part mm -hmm. of West Des Moines as it well. Is. Yeah. Um, both of us grew up in very small towns, just a couple yes. miles away from each other. Yours was bigger than mine. It was. I, we were the city. You were. <laughs> At a full 2,500 people. <laughs> like, we would go to your hometown, I don't know, to go to the NW. Yes. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yes. Um, so when my family relocated to West Des Moines, I was honestly, and our children were small at the time, I was honestly kind of not looking forward to the big high school school experience. And, and because I was able at our high school to be involved in anything I wanted to be, um, could just, I, I felt like those opportunities weren't going to be there at a big school where in fact, I think it's even, I'm not going to say it's better than small schools, but the, our children have chosen to focus and have really excelled in those areas with some opportunities that small schools don't offer. Right. Um, Right. I think it's an unfounded fear sometimes mm -hmm. that people Absolutely. have that when they move here and go to some of the metro schools that their kids are just, you know, going to get mm -hmm. lost and it's right. going to be way worse than a small school. Right. Um, and that's not saying that some, some kids don't. Sure struggle. Yep. You know, I sure. mean, we both have had really good experiences mm -hmm. yep. in the West Des Moines school district. Yep. So that's, you know, the lens that we're talking. Yep. Absolutely. Through today. And I would even say when, when our children have been struggling with certain things, we have reached out to people in the school, di school district and have always been helped. So I've never felt it was too big that it's like, who's going to help me? It was like, they were right there ready to help us. So, right. um, very responsive. Right. Yep. And I found out, or I was doing a little research in West Wayne school teacher to student ratio is 16 to one, which to me, that's a great ratio. I mean, so I'm, I'm okay with that. And then, um, there's so many clubs and activities and things for them to be involved in, um, whether it's music, I have to put a big plug in for the orchestra orchestra program in West Des Moines because Oh yeah, my daughter was in the orchestra program. Mm -hmm. We could not wait for those concerts. Are yep. you like that too? Oh yeah, they're, like, they're, they're my favorite. There were never enough of them. Right. Right. Like we wanted one every week. Right. Because they were so good. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like just the um and how quickly mm -hmm. the kids would would um, improve and develop. Yep. You know, you'd go to a concert, and the next one, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, right. they're so right. much better." Yep. Um, and yeah, orchestra was such a good thing for our daughter. Mm -hmm. All yeah. three of ours went through orchestra, and sadly, all of them have stopped now. So I'll have to just go to those concerts when I can find them. Mm -hmm. They chose band or chorus instead. Um, well, Clara played the viola or okay. some people like to refer to it as a viola, oh. but it is a viola. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I look back and go, okay, I think I enjoyed that because we didn't have that opportunity in our small town. 
Right. So no. I, I, I right. wish our children realized how fortunate they are to have that opportunity that lots of kids in the state of Iowa do not have. So, right. um, there's also, uh, Obviously, we've got great drama and speech programs, awesome athletics that go to state and things. I like about athletics, they have the no-cut policy. So basically, you know, junior high, we might have A, B, C, D, E teams of something, but they'll make it work because they want every kid to have the chance to play. So I think that's awesome. Um, and, and then they can work their way up or they can decide... Yeah. Okay. That's, I had my experience and that's enough. Um, and this mm -hmm. will do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, I also think that, um, one cool thing that I really want my daughter to get involved in, I don't know if boys can, but the synchronized swimming. Oh yeah. The, uh, tiger, tiger lilies. lilies. Yeah. So the tiger lilies. I think that's a cool thing too, that, that people can it be is. a part of. So, and on the academic side of things, mm -hmm. I mean, it just can't be beat. Right. I mean, if, if um, a student is willing to, you know, put the extra work in and, you know, focus on academics, mm -hmm. the AP classes that are offered are, I mean, the list is huge. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, yeah, so Clara, Clara took several, many. She did. She was able to graduate with, I, I don't even want to, try to remember the number of credits, yeah. but it was enough, um, for her to, you know, start in taking calculus three, her freshman year mm -hmm. at UNI, um, she was able to graduate in three and a half years, probably could have done it in three. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are lots of advantages to, um, that side of the school district and, right. you know, for kids that might not be into as many, outside activities, but mm -hmm. really want to focus on ac academics. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally um, feasible and, and doable. Absolutely. There. I think one thing that um, might get a little misconception about West Des Moines is the fact that um, they think that we're not as diverse as we actually are. Um, and I think that's true. Yeah. And that's really shown in they, the school system. I would agree. Um, in fact, I, I looked up the statistics cause I wondered, um, and in the school system, uh, West Moy is 66% white, 13% Hispanic, 8% Asian, 8% African American and 5% multiracial. So I have enjoyed that aspect a lot too, that our specifically our neighborhood and crossroads is where my children went to elementary school. It, I really, I think it's awesome that these they have just this diversity around them um that brings different perspectives and different um just cultures to the forefront and um again wouldn't get that in a small town no i know <laughs> so, i didn't yeah so right it was it was something that i really wanted for clara mm -hmm. absolutely because i think you know we can all benefit in life by um being around people who are mm -hmm. not the same as us yep. and so, yep, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciated that too mm -hmm. about the school district. So, even though we talk about big versus little, at one point, West Des Moines was little and little tiny baby. <laughs> West Des Moines. Um, <laughs> but uh, the longer I've lived in West Des Moines, the more I have learned about the history and the more I've fallen in love with the history of West Des Moines. So, I think we've touched on it a little bit last week. 
uh, or last month with the Jordan uh, and Houston Cemetery podcast. But um, I think people think of West of Mine lots of times only as new, new development and progress. And, and but West Des Moines slash Valley Junction has been around for hundred and 26 years because <laughs> we had our um quasquicentennial last year so um yes so i like the fact that i live in a place that is progressive is still developing but still has its roots in that history and that if i want to learn more about my home i have the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. um Obviously, the Jordan House, the Bennett School, um, the cemeteries again. Um, you know, there's a reason Ashworth Road is called Ashworth Road because of the Ashworth family, mm-hmm. right? And and you learn about what their history is in West Des Moines and, again, Valley Junction and all the history in those buildings um, and everything that goes along with that being the starting area of West Des Moines. Um the Holiday Park area has lots of history with it. You know, it, it's full of ball fields now, but it right. used to be called Annie's Bottoms. Annie's Bottoms, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. But um, <laughs> those things make you laugh, don't they? They do. <laughs> um, but uh, named after the first female bank owner in Iowa, right? Yes. Yep. She and her husband. So, you know, like, that's know. some cool history right it there. It is. Such cool little tidbits mm-hmm. all around us. Yep. The Valair Ballroom, the history yep. that goes with that. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage people, if you think of West Mine only as new and only as, you know, big developments, you know, seek it out. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say that those developments are also making history now. So their own history. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred years from now, Jordan Creek town center is going to have its own history that people look at. Right. And that history gets woven in with, yep. It's just this tapestry tapestry. (laughs) That is the word I was looking for. You can tell Allison and I hang out a lot together because she can put words into my mouth like no other. Tapestry. Tapestry woven together. Yes. One big one. And I think that's why many generations, many families in West Des Moines have multi-generations that have stayed in West Des Moines. Yes. Um, And that's, that's, I think, unique for a larger city that people have been raised here and go off to college and come right back here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I'm a first generation West Des Moines. Mm -hmm. Nian, is that? I know. What are we called? West, West Des Moiner? <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm one of them. I'm a first generation. But I would like to hope that Clara might yeah. stay around mm-hmm. here and yep. maybe raise a family close yeah. by. And I mean, that is yeah. a parent's Me dream. Too. I mean, it's big enough that we wouldn't have to live right next to our children if they came back. Well, no. That, <laughs> I, I meant get to. That would not work. <laughs> but they could still be in the community that they grew up in. So, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. What are we moving on to okay. next? Next. Oh, let's talk about how safe West Des Moines hmm. is. Because that yes. is definitely a top 10 yeah. reason to love 
West Des Moines. I would agree. I have very rarely, if ever, felt unsafe in West Des Moines. Um, I can't say that about some other places that if walking out, you know, by myself, but uh, I don't, and maybe I'm naive and need to be a little more in tune with what's going around me, but I just, I feel very safe here. It's, it's just home. I do my thing and people leave you alone unless, <laughs> unless you want to get involved. But, and That's I think right. our citizens would agree because in 2018, I think mm -hmm. we did a citizen survey, which we do every two years, two years mm -hmm. and 92% of West Des Moines citizens are satisfied with the quality of our fire police and emergency services. And that's saying a lot. We have awesome emergency services. Absolutely. They're, they're very quick. And they are all accredited, mm -hmm. nationally accredited, mm. which means that they have to meet very high standards mm -hmm. to get that recognition. So yeah. um, to have all of our emergency services departments accredited like that is that's a big deal it is a big deal mm -hmm. yeah um and actually compared to nationally the average uh satisfaction rate for citizens of safety in their community is 77 percent. wow so we're yeah. way above that and in the region in the in the midwest region it's only 81 percent. so uh Let's just say I'm not the only one, I guess, that feels very safe in our community. Right. Um, we also have, within the last 10 years, added two local hospitals um, with emergency rooms that I know my family has taken advantage of. It, it sure beats having to drive downtown Des Moines to go to the emergency room. It's just right there. And lots of, um, oh, what are they called? Urgent care that you can go to if mm -hmm. need be, too. So I just feel... You know, West Des Moines, if you, for safety reasons, it's great. One thing, again, coming from a small town, we did not have, and maybe you did in your town, but crossing guards for schools. Oh, well, let me tell you, I was one. You were, well, you were safety Sally way back then. I was <laughs> down on Main Street. Oh, wow. I had my stop sign and vest. <laughs> the problem is... And this is the problem with this situation. I apparently held little authority. I was going to say, were you a kid? With my fellow um, <laughs> classmates, because everyone would cross the street mid-block instead of coming <laughs> to my crossing. And Did they you get a whistle to blow at them? mock me as they crossed <laughs> the street. <laughs> so I certainly hope yes. the children of West Des Moines treat their crossing guards with much more respect. Yes. And I, as a parent, uh, I, I can't think of any school in the district or in West Des Moines that doesn't have a crossing guard at some spot. And that is, it just makes it so easy that I don't have to drop the kids off when we live less than a mile away. Yeah. It was always reassuring. Yes. I know. Somebody's we, looking yeah, after us. We lived, um, just a couple blocks from mm -hmm. our elementary school mm -hmm. and, um, you know, when Claire was maybe in fourth grade, yeah. maybe third, even mm -hmm. we started letting her walk, um, to and from school. Yep. And it did feel good to have those crossing guards. Absolutely. Cause some of the streets do get busy. Yes. So we feel very safe. Um, 
in West Des Moines, and that leads to number seven on our list, which um, is neighborhoods we love our neighborhoods and i've only really lived in one neighborhood in west des moines but i've been we've been there for 13 years now and if we have ever thought about moving um the one thing that always comes up on our list is but we have such a great neighborhood we would really miss it um and you've only you've lived in two i've lived in two houses in west des moines and they are within four blocks of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, our first house was in, and this was after moving to West Des Moines. We lived in Des Moines for years mm-hmm. um, and moved to West Des Moines in, I don't know, 2001. Okay. And um, at that time, I, I said, I will move to West Des Moines if I can live in Valley Junction. Hmm. Because we were kind of old house people. Yep. yep. And loved you know, neighborhoods with big trees and mm-hmm. older houses. And mm-hmm. so you don't get any older houses than in Valley Junction. Right. Right. So that's where we moved. And then, um, you know, about four or five years ago, mm-hmm. found a different house. We call it our retirement ranch mm-hmm. that we can hopefully stay in, you know, for years to come. And it yeah, it's only mm-hmm. like four blocks away from our old house. Yeah. Because we love that area so much. Right. It's so handy, so convenient to everything. Our neighborhood, uh, sometimes when I tell people, whether it's my siblings who live up in the Twin Cities or whatever, about what our neighborhood does and how close we are. And we have um, back deck parties almost every weekend in the summer that we just all sit out and talk until midnight. And people just bring food and we grill and, you know, just fun. And the kids play. And um, it's it's just if you want to be a part of a neighborhood in West Des Moines, they're there and people are welcoming. Um, but then there's also some in our neighborhood that don't, and we leave you alone. <laughs> so nobody's forced to participate. Um, and then also, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but our our neighborhood has a block party every summer. So we, like little kids of the neighborhoods, put the invites in everybody's front door or mailbox, mm-hmm. and then we all come together and have a block party. But through the actual city, you can get an application to have your street blocked off. Yes. So you could have a block party. A block party permit is what you need to have a block party. Yep. And then you don't have to worry about cars or whatever. So I would encourage if you are considering that, obviously take some planning, Um, but take, take advantage of that option because it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. just to get to know all your neighbors and, and go from there. And then I think it also is just we're all the Iowa nice, right? We're Iowa nice. And, you know, whether it's we can tell that the people next door have been on vacation for a week, so the neighbor mows their lawn. Or so-and-so we heard is sick, so their their um, sidewalks get scooped, shoveled. Um, yep. Or um, if someone's trash can... Mm-hmm is out just a little too long, yep. you go and roll it in yep. because they're probably not home. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's neighborly. Mm-hmm. I would call West Des Moines neighborhoods yeah. very neighborly. Yeah. And that's new for me because I grew up in an acreage outside of our town. So I, we didn't really have neighbors like that. So it took me a while to get used to the fact that, like, I would say, Eric, all the kids are playing in our yard. Is that okay? <laughs> you know? And now I'm like, yeah, 
why not let them come yeah absolutely so um yeah and then the block party kind of brings us to the concept of the services the city provides so Mm -hmm. number eight i would say of reason we love west des moines is because of the city services and um Sally, do you want to tell us a little bit about some of that? Yeah, again, the the citizen survey done in 2018 showed 92% of our residents are satisfied with city services. Yeah, which is, like, high. Um, And, again, like, I am a fairly humble person, (laughs) but when you get survey results Mm -hmm. like the city gets, Mm -hmm. it's hard not to do a little bragging about yeah, them. Absolutely. Um, I think satisfaction with quality of life is mm-hmm. up around like 94%. So. Yep. Again, just kind of unheard of with these surveys. Like sometimes don't the survey people come back and they're like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're hearing this and you're thinking, Oh, I'm going to give them a bad score yeah, on the next don't. survey. Just so that they (laughs) stop talking about how (laughs) good their surveys are. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't. (laughs) We we love the love. As public servants, don't you feel like... Oh, absolutely. It makes you feel like you're doing a good job. There's nothing like a good survey result. Right, exactly. To really get us motivated. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously... um, Lots of cities have parks and rec and police and all those ones. But one thing I like to brag on a little bit about our city is the fact that we have the only city human services department in the state that is actual a city department. Mm -hmm. And I have told people about that before who are trying to, you know, do their own nonprofit thing. And they're just like that. That is awesome that the city has committed to that. And I know they do so much work down there um, that we would have no clue what they're doing, but they're helping so many people. They are. Um, And, you know, I think Human Services slogan is the heart of the city, Mm -hmm. right? And they really Mm -hmm. are. You know, from the the food bank to the clothes closet to the ESL classes to... All all the the assistance programs they have for West Des Moines residents. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, they really see a diverse range of people walk mm-hmm. through their doors yep. every single day. And, you know, people that um, sometimes are in desperate need of help. Mm-hmm. And so they are the helpers. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I am I am proud to call them our colleagues. Absolutely. And as a West Des Moines resident, I am proud that some of my tax money goes to support those missions. Me too. You know, I, I think that's awesome. So as well as obviously we're sitting in it, but a really good library. Yes. Um, I, it's it, currently under renovation. It is. It just is. opened up after being closed for a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And um, if you really want to get people worked up, <laughs> close their library. Just close <laughs> the library for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. That although I so think great. people ended up being pretty understanding. I think because so. they know that in the end, it it's will be better. a beautiful place mm-hmm. um, for them to use for years to come. Yep. 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 Um, 
also from not living in a city growing up, the, the trash and recycling, uh, both my sisters, believe it or not, up in Minnesota, they don't have recycling. Oh, I know it boggles my mind. So I'm like, we've had recycling for years. Yeah. In fact, our recycling bin usually is more full than our trash bin at our Mm -hmm. house. So I love that that service is there. Um, wonderful street maintenance. Uh, you know, there were some potholes after the winter at the end of our street and they've already been patched and really patched well, mm-hmm. like smoothly. So you can't even tell the difference. So I think our, our public services department is on top of that stuff and that that's great. And then one thing I want to highlight that sometimes I think our residents aren't aware of is that let's say you do find a big pothole on your street. Um, best way to get the word out is using Use the YourGov app. Okay. And it's just your gov, G-O-V, okay. um, available on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have it on my phone. Okay. It's so easy. Like anytime I just spot something that, you know, might need some attention, mm-hmm. I can snap a picture of it. It's all G-I-S map based mm-hmm. and it locates your location right there. And then that request goes instantly Mm -hmm. to um, the public services department. Yep. And they see it, get it and go out there and fix it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's an awesome service that maybe isn't utilized as much as we could. So, right. So I would say just the services that are provided. um, I mean, I, I can't think of anything that we really are lacking for a great quality of life provided by our city. So, and again, nothing scores low on the survey. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, every across the board, right. Um, every city department that directly touches our residents Mm -hmm. gets good scores. Right. In fact, I think one of our areas in the parks and rec went down like by 2% last time. And that was the major thing that needed to be improved. We're talking (laughs) 2%, right? Like, so we're, we're that high, that just a little decreases. And still probably in the 90%. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) I would say of anything, like we tend to get a little stressed out about some of those little things like that. Yeah. Um, so if there's any downside to the surveys, mm-hmm. yeah, not that we're trying to tell our listeners <laughs> to relieve our stress by giving us high scores. Right, right. Yeah, we want accurate. We want honesty, mm-hmm. pure honesty on the surveys. <laughs> right. Um, so Sally, you are kind of on the planning side of things. Um, I think that West Des Moines has been planned really well, and uh, that has been very intentional, correct? Yeah, I would agree. You know, the just the land uses are um, situated in ways that, you know, make areas of the community pleasant to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of green space that is required, not only in parks and greenways, but, mm-hmm. you know, on private property. So when a development occurs. Yeah. So, you know, a commercial development has to set aside so much of the property mm-hmm. um, as green space. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just looking for buildings that use quality materials and and 
you know, looking at it, things from an aesthetic point of view. Mm-hmm. I think the city has done that well oh, over yeah. the years. Absolutely. And it, I, at least where I live, I am so close to anything I could need. Right. I think sometimes I don't realize it, but you know, a kid will say the night before they need something and you just quickly hop down the street to the store and you've got it. Right. And, and I mean, I can walk to the grocery store. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, sometimes I don't, I'm going (laughs) to admit true confessions. Yeah. Cause it's hard to carry it back. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you for making me feel better. (laughs) Sure, unless you take the cart, and we don't want that. <laughs> I used to have one of those little Did carts oh, that I would take with me, um, but I was mocked so much because of it that I, yeah. Yeah, so I think just the, the planning of situating things where they need to be, um, it I just, yeah, you can't go wrong with choosing a neighborhood in West Des Moines. It's going to be close to something that you need. So, And our property tax Mm -hmm. rate has been decreased. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, You know, more than once. Yep. And so I think that is a testament to, um, you know, our mayor, our council, to the people who run our finance department, Mm -hmm. that these kinds of high quality services can continue to be provided Mm -hmm. even when our property tax rate gets decreased. Absolutely. So absolutely. Kudos to them too. Yeah. I know that when we moved from Des Moines, it was a nice surprise that our taxes would be lower in West Des Moines. So, okay, cool. Yep. Okay. So that was number 10 was just the good planning involved, or sorry, number nine, the good planning involved. And finally on to number 10, uh, which I think you and I both have a mission of making even better. Um, but the arts and culture that is in West Des Moines, should we call it the arts and culture scene? Ooh, ooh, a scene. Okay. Okay. That kind of, you know, that feels right. <laughs> okay. Okay. The arts and culture scene. So, um, obviously we both have a heavy hand in public art. We do. Um, trying to increase that at a, at a rate that is manageable. Yes. Um, and then, We'd um, love to do more, but we would. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And obviously coming on board, which we're going to, I'm really excited. I was doing some research today on things, but the amphitheater, the Jamie Heard amphitheater, that is going to bring a whole new way to have arts and culture scene be a bigger thing in West Des Moines. One, I put a plug in here, too, for the West Des Moines Community Band. I want to give them some love because they really are a good, good band. They are a good band. (laughs) Yeah. And they're such a dedicated group. Yes, absolutely. And director Kurt Schroeder. Great guy. Oh. Yep. So, and actually, we'll put a call out for them that if you used to play an instrument and still have that instrument and want to get involved again, I'm sure they would welcome uh, another member of their band and they just go play local things. So it's nothing too extensive and they're Mm -hmm. really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, then I just through the school district, right? The, the, well, we talked about it, orchestra concerts, band concerts, chorus concerts, right? 
I would say they can rival some college concerts in the quality of what I they are. I would say so too. And, um, and between between Waukee School District, mm-hmm. West Des Moines School District, and Dowling, I would yep. imagine that yep. is very true. Absolutely. And then the beautiful um, Performing Arts Center at Valley is mm-hmm. an awesome place to sit and take in a concert. Um, quality plays and musicals as well, those are awesome to go to. We have um, our local community theater. Tallgrass Theater, which is... Um, going strong and they've started their seedlings program um offering some classes through our department for the kids um and they i think their show right now is um oh shoot after dark or in the dark in the dark yeah i think it's kind of a scary one and yeah that's what i've heard so they've said um i've heard some good reviews about it so get your tickets and go see that um and that's just community-based it's not right it's 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 very nonprofit and they are making it work and quality programs. Then obviously Thursday nights in the summer music in the junction, mm-hmm. um, along with the farmer's market. Yep. So Bringing every Thursday night live music there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I would even say some arts and culture, like some of the shops down in Valley Junction, whether it's a paint your pottery shop mm-hmm. or I think a art bead, gallery, the art gallery, the bead shop, the like you can get into the arts down there, the quilting shop, the um, stationary place to, you know, like you can find yeah, they art have needs. gallery nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, at least a couple times a year yeah. that are really well attended and and um, yeah, you can get into the art scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Des Moines is great with that as well. But sometimes I tell other people like, you know, West Des Moines has some stuff too. So let's stick around and try some of that. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. introduce them the two few things and like, oh, this is pretty cool. So so that was our, that's our top 10. I have a feeling we could add 10 more and continue talking for another 45 minutes. Um, I think our listeners can tell. <laughs> we like West Des Moines. We like West Des Moines. <laughs> we not only like working here, but we love living here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, as I tell people, we, my family, we are a West Des Moines family. We are here to stay. So, um, and I hope, I hope my kids grew up with a fondness for the place they grew up. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you want to talk any more about West Des Moines, we could sit and talk for a long time about that. And, uh, obviously as Sally said, we love living here. We love working here and, uh, we love that we get to do things like this podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so until, uh, next month, um, we will see you then, and uh, if you have any thoughts about other things you love about West Des Moines, we'd sure uh, be happy to hear those, too, and maybe we could make that an episode in and of itself. So, thank you very much. I think we made it pretty clear that we are fond of our city. I'm sure we could list even more reasons to love West Des Moines. We are just so proud to call this place home, and hope that many of you are, too. As always, we'd welcome any feedback or questions you have about what was discussed in this episode. And you can find more information about this episode's guests at wdm.iowa.gov backslash westsidestories. Much thanks to Sally for being the featured guest this month. Remember that you can subscribe to West Side Stories on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And would you please help spread the word about the podcast by mentioning it to your friends and family? I would greatly appreciate it. So until next month, we'll be sure to keep enjoying the everyday here in West Des Moines.